I'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning and uh, thank the Lord for being here. Thank the Lord for Sunday school. Thank the Lord for letting us each one individually be in his house this morning. I appreciate everyone that's come. We, we had a great Sunday school lesson this morning and I'm looking forward to church this morning and uh, I'm already excited about it. I, I've been excited uh, maybe all morning and even yesterday. Uh, I'd like to see somebody get saved this morning. And uh, uh, we want to have the best service that we can have. And how do we do that? Just obey the Lord from the depths of our heart. And what God gives is always good. And if we'll do what God wants, uh, he'll run our cups over this morning. I have scripture I'd like to read from the fifth chapter of the book of First uh, John, uh, verses 4 and 5. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. That's a blessing. Let's stand this morning for a moment. As we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to be in your house this morning. Already feel your presence and uh, feel excitement and even have uh, burdens in our heart that are stirring that you give us. And Father, we thank you uh, for your power that uh, you are able to guide us and lead us. And uh, Lord, uh, give us that victory that we just read about. Glad we have victory through faith in Jesus Christ. God, we pray for this service today. God, please bless us to have a, a great outpouring of your Holy Spirit. Help us to follow you. Help us to just do what you'd have us do. Uh, God, please speak powerfully to the hearts of the lost this morning. We pray and ask you these things in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated, and we turn the service over to the choir. Brother Taylor.
lines songs up and just puts the words together for me. I never shall forget the day that he saved me because now I can live in Canaan. I'm just so thankful to be here. I'm thankful for our choir and the wonderful singing this morning. At this time, we'll have them come down and we'll turn it over to our pastor. thankful to be here this morning. I kind of had a feeling that was coming. That's why I was trying to slip on by. <laughs> but we we thankful to be here this morning. we thankful to be saved and uh, thankful we living in Canaan. And uh, if you're here this morning and lost, why, that's a good place to be this morning. Uh, so as we, as we stand, why, I'd ask this morning, anybody got an unspoken prayer request? Remember, I'll end. Anybody would have spoken this morning? Dale, uh, Newport, texted me this morning, and uh, he and uh, Jackie have got a nephew named Jacob Miller. He's had a lot of problems for a while. He didn't even know where he was at, but he's been found, but he's in the hospital and uh, got a lot of issues. And Dale asked me if I'd please ask the church to pray for him. His name's Jacob Miller, Sir Nifty. So remember him. And, and let's especially, especially pray for the lost this morning. Remember that. Anybody else got anything? If not, we'll have Billy Ray lead us in prayer.
As we was singing in the choir earlier, I was just looking over the crowd, Terry, and I, I see some of them faces I think about often and uh, pray for, and I'm thankful they hear us this morning. And uh, I just pray if you hear hearing loss this morning, if you feel that little tug, why you just come uh, get saved. So uh, at this time, I'd ask if anybody's got a song or testimony on their heart. Anybody got anything before I turn it over to our pastor? Pray for Barry. Sometimes down here, all too soon we must part. But I won't leave the ones I love A broken heart My friends Someday if you can't find me Don't you worry I know exactly where I'll be If you don't see me Tomorrow look for me in the morning i'll be in glory with jesus my king if you don't see me tomorrow i'll be in that land where there's no sorrow i'll be with jesus in glory in the morning you too can also do what i have done make sure of your trip to that home before setting sun 
for there will be joy in the tears of those who weep. If you've said, I'll see you in the morning before you sleep. If you don't see me tomorrow, look for me. In the morning, I'll be in glory with Jesus, my King. If you don't see me tomorrow, I'll be in that land where there's no sorrow. I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning. Where there's no more brokenhearted and the day has always just started, I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning. Thankful for that song. Uh, thankful one of these days when I leave this world, I'm going home. Uh, so, anybody else got a song or testimony on their heart? for Sean as it comes. <clears throat> when the melody's been written and the words have all been penned and you've heard the Spirit calling through some old sacred hymn. In the valley of decision, tell me, friend, what will you do? This life has many choices, eternity has two. This world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away. The final invitation could be going out today. You're standing at the crossroads and the Savior's calling you. This life has many choices, eternity has two. 
The straight and narrow way leads to life, the broad way down below. What would it profit to gain the world and lose your very soul? Tomorrow is uncertain. Our days on earth are few. This life has many choices, eternity has two. Thankful for that song and how true it is. Uh, at this time, I'm going to turn it over to our pastor. Thank the Lord for being here this morning. What a blessing to be in God's house and feel the Lord. I've just been uh, blessed ever since I've been here. And I'm thankful today for what I feel. I'm thankful for that good song we just heard and opening up, and a good choir singing. And uh, I already mentioned Sunday school a couple times. I really, really got a blessing out of Sunday school. And it's uh, just been on my heart so much. And I appreciate everybody that was in Sunday school this morning. And I appreciate everybody that's here in church this morning. Glad to have you. And uh, uh, let me ask again, just uh, in case, somebody else got a song that's really stirring your heart, uh, you're still welcome to sing if you feel like it. All right, if not, uh, I'd like to read from the book of Joshua. If you'd like to read with me, turn to chapter 6 and verse 20. That's where I'm going to start at. Give you just a minute to get there. Pray real hard. I really need your prayers this morning. Uh, I was going to mention, it slipped my mind, uh, uh, there's revival uh, starting at uh, uh, Keith Bays' church this morning, Mark Connors uh, preaching that revival, so uh, keep that on your heart too. But <clears throat> back to the scripture now. Uh, here again, uh, Joshua chapter 6, verse 20. So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. And they utterly destroyed all that was in the city, both man and woman, young and old, and ox and sheep and ass with the edge of the sword. But Joshua said unto the two men that had spied out the country, Go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman and all that she hath, as ye swear unto her. And the young men that were spies went in, and listen to this, and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had, and they brought all her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel. So I want you to pray very earnestly this morning. I want to use a subject or text Victory by faith. And uh, that goes along with the scripture that I opened up with this morning. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And the next verse explains us talking about faith in Jesus Christ. And so how did this come about? Well, if we, and I, you don't need to read it unless you just want to right now. You can read it later. But if you go back into the first chapter of the book of Joshua, 
in the first verse, it tells that Moses had died. Moses had been a great leader and led the children of Israel through many things. He died. And God told Joshua, so I want you to, I'll put this in my words, want you to lead the people and uh, want you to uh, take them across the river over into the, uh, the land that I've given you. And uh, he said, I want you to do this and I want you to uh, follow me. And of course, uh, Joshua had to move by faith to do that. Well, you think about the people. They'd been following uh, the leadership of Moses as he followed God all these years. And Moses got God's still there. People come and go. You know, I've got great heroes in my life that I looked up to and leaned on and depended on. They've been great helps and inspirations to me. Uh, and still what they've told me and what they showed me helped me. Uh, but they're gone. But God's still God and he's still here. And uh, when I'll exercise faith, I, I still have victory. And so uh, God, uh, he told them uh, what he wanted to do. And Joshua, uh, he, sent, uh, he sent two men over into view the land and even Jericho. And uh, he sent them over there. The two spies went over there. Uh, you Bible readers know the story. There was a, a harlot there named Rahab. Uh, they went to her house. And uh, uh, that's where they stayed and looked over the city. And the king heard that they were there. Don't know how he heard about it, but he, he heard that they were there. And so he uh, talked to Rahab and she did not divulge uh, that these men were there. Uh, she hid them. Uh, these men got away safely. They got back home. Uh, the woman, as she talked, let me just put this in my words and explain to you some things. Uh, this woman, as she talked to these spies, uh, and she, she said, now, I'm going to help you. She said, I'm afraid. And she said, we've got word about the children of Israel. She said, we've been told about how God dried up uh, the water of the Red Sea. And you folks come through the land on dry ground. We've heard about that. Boy, that goes along with what Blaine was teaching this morning. Uh, the things that God's people do and the church does, the word uh, get, it gets around and has an impact on people. And I'm telling you what, and she, she said to him down here, she said, I know that the Lord uh, has given you the land. And I said, your terror is falling upon us and on all the inhabitants. And we've heard how the Lord did these things for you. She said, so I want to help you, but I want you to help me. Uh, she had faith because of what she'd heard uh, that these men would help her and that they'd be true to their word. Well, these men told her, uh, they said, uh, we'll uh, help you. We'll do what we can. She said, now, I, I don't just mean for myself, again, putting this in my word. She said, I want you to rescue my mom and my dad. I want you to rescue my family. I want you to rescue my friends. Uh, I want you to uh, rescue all my people. Well, they uh, told her this. They said, here will be the deal. Uh, everybody that will come into your house uh, when uh, the wall fall down, your house will be rescued. And, and I'll be real honest with you, <clears throat> there's a, a point here I don't quite understand how it works. The, the Bible said the walls fell down flat, uh, but uh, this Rahab she dwelled up on the high place of the wall. Uh, I, I don't know if her place fell down or not, uh, because they still had to go in and rescue her and get her out of there. But it doesn't make any difference how God did that. He did it. Uh, God does a lot of things I can't explain and I'm telling you what and so uh, when this come to pass uh, I'm glad that God was able to do this and I just read to you there they rescued the family now let me tell you this uh, if we get in church and we live for the Lord uh, we can help our people we can help our family now God doesn't promise us that everybody that we love and care about is going to get saved 
Uh, but I'll tell you what, he does promise us that we can have an impact on them. We can be a light to them. He said, let your light so shine that others may see your good works and come in and glorify the Father. So if you'll get in and move by faith and live for the Lord, you can help your people. And uh, we've seen lots of examples right around here. We've seen people come in, uh, get in church and get saved. We maybe sometimes seen people just rededicate their life, begin to live for the Lord. And their people start coming in and getting saved. We've seen people get saved and then rest of their family. A lot of them come in and get saved. Blaine even talked about uh, Paul and Silas when they were down there in the jailhouse and they had church in the middle of the night and God, he did a great work and finally he got the jailer's attention and he got saved and his whole household got saved. I want you to know there's a work that needs to be done by faith and so let's go on down. What did happen down here? I'm telling you what Joshua told the people to do. Uh, let me get over here and uh, look at this and tell you about this, what they begin to say. I just put it in my words. Uh, God told Joshua and Joshua told the people, said, well, we want the, the priest uh, to go out and lead the group of our people and we want them to go around the city once a day for six days and then on that seventh day, we want them to go around the city seven times. Uh, oh, I, I like this. Uh, if I can get to, maybe I can find a place here where I need to uh, read just another line or two about this. Uh, it just blessed my heart. So the people shouted, and listen, when the priest blew the trumpets, uh, that's when the wall fell down. Well, preacher, what's that have to do with us? I want you to know, uh, God said in the book of Revelation that Jesus Christ has made all of us, everybody that's saved, is a priest and a king unto God. And so we got work to do. If you'll follow and do what you're supposed to. Now, uh, keep on keeping on. Keep moving by faith. Faith is how we get the victory. You know what the book of James said about faith? The book of James said, faith without works is dead. Well, how can that be? Well, a couple of different examples I want to give you of it. Uh, when I was lost, uh, God brought faith to me. How did he do that? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. God brought faith to me, knocked in my heart. If I would not have used that faith and reached out and asked God to save my soul, I'd still be lost. That would be dead. It'd be dead. But listen, even after I've been saved, and I've been saved since I was just 12 years old, there's been periods of time in my life that I didn't live for the Lord like I should. I didn't exercise and use the faith that God had put in my soul. I've got times in my life that I can look back on that I wasted. Those times were dead as far as me helping anybody. I couldn't help anybody because I wasn't moving by faith. Let me preach to you today. If you're here and you've been saved by God's grace, don't let your time go by dead. Don't let it go by where you're not using your faith and you're not living for God. What a shame to lose an opportunity like that. And so the people there, and I like this, when they marched around the city, seven times. Listen to what he said to do here. When the people shouted, when the police, priest blew the trumpets, you know what Joel said about the trumpets? He said, blow ye the trumpets in Zion. Sound an alarm in my holy mountain because he said the day of the Lord cometh. It's night hand. Uh, folks, uh, I, I want to tell you something. We need to be alarmed today. Uh, we need to be on fire today because time's running out. And, and listen, uh, I heard one man, he told me one time, he said, oh, he said, I've heard preachers preach all my life that the end was nearby. He said, we're still going on. He said, he said, I just don't get it. Why are they preaching that the end is nearby? And I said to him, I said, well, what about Mr. So-and-so? He said, well, he's dead. I said, well, time's run out for him. 
And listen, time's running out for every one of us. I know God's going to come back one of these days. Jesus is going to split the eastern sky. And all the dead in Christ are going to rise first. Then we which are alive will be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. That could happen today. It's going to happen sometime. We'd better be ready. Uh, but all these folks that's died in my lifetime, uh, when I look back over, I know so many people uh, that's already gone on. Uh, when I was just a young fella, I heard a, an old man, he said, seemed like I know more people on the other side of the river than I know down here. That sounded silly to me then, Billy Ray. It don't sound silly anymore. I know a lot of people that's done cross the river, but I praise God for them that crossed it by faith, trusting in Jesus. They've got the victory. I've got the victory already, and it's going to still be with me when I die. I'm still going to have the victory as far as my soul's concerned. But let me get back to what I was preaching about. If you're here today and you want to have victory in your life day by day, trust the Lord and move by faith. I'll tell you what, the Bible said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. How are you saying so? Well, we can say it with words. That's good. If God gives you a testimony, give it. But we say it by our life, uh, moving with the power of the Spirit, uh, following the Lord. These folks that started around the city of Jericho here, Jericho was a big stout city, big high walls. It was fortified. Well, when they started marching around, and they marched around once a day for six days, and, and the people followed in course, they was all in their place. What if, what if some of them would have said, well, uh, I, I see this is important, but you know, I'm so busy. I've got some other things to do. Life is busy, and I've been distracted like that before in my life. I thought, well, I've got this to do and got that to do, and I kind of put off serving God. I'm telling you what, we better put God first. Uh, don't, don't let your games, uh, don't let your entertainment, don't let your jobs, don't let your education, don't let your personal relationships, don't let anything. Those are good, important things. I'm, I'm glad we've got all those things, but let's put God first and, and let's move by faith and let God have glory in our life and let God show us the victory. I'm telling you what, if the children of Israel, if they would not have done what God said, the walls of Jericho would not have fallen down. If they wouldn't have fallen down, they wouldn't have been able to rescue Rahab and her family. We need to get in our place, march the march that God's give us to march, do what God's give us to do, blow the trumpet. Well, what is the trumpet? I like to think of it as the gospel trumpet. Oh, preacher, you just mean the preachers then. No, I mean everybody that's saved by the grace of God. We've got part of blowing the trumpet. We've got part of letting our light shine. Well, listen, and when the trumpet blows, listen to this, and the people shouted with a great shout. Where is she shout at today? We need to have a shout for the glory of God. Well, you mean literally? Well, it's good to have one literally, but we need to have one from our soul. Sometimes I felt like my soul was shouting when I wasn't making a sound. We need to be on fire. We need to be moving by faith. If you're here today, just think about this. This woman Rahab, and let me take my time a little bit. I got a few more things to preach, but it's really on my heart. This woman Rahab, she didn't know much about God. She didn't know much about the church, but she knew enough that she needed to be part of it. 
I'll tell you what, and I've told this a few times, but when we were, Linda and I were just young people, and the young people's group from Lima got together, went down to, to Springfield uh, to Reed, uh, Reed's church down there. We went down there and went to a young people's meeting, and boy, it was powerful. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, there was a, a spirit in that place, and there was good conviction, and there was a young man come to the altar. He bowed and prayed and tears wept. He, he cried. When he got up, he was happy. Oh, he was just praising God. And they said, the preacher said, son, said, tell us what happened. He said, I don't know what happened. He said, I don't know what you call it. He said, I just know that I, I, when the preacher was preaching, I, he said, I felt like I needed Jesus. He said, and I asked him, he said, I come to the altar. said, God, said, help me. said, give me Jesus. He said, I don't know what you call it. He said, I don't know what happened. He, but let me tell you, and this is what he said. He said, let me tell you. He said, this is what it seems like happened. He said, it seemed like God come right down from out of heaven. And said, and he come right down and he said, it seems like God landed in there. He said, I feel like I got God inside of me now. He said, I don't know what you call it. He said, do I sound silly? I'm telling you what, he sure didn't sound silly to me. Uh, he was explaining it real good. He didn't know the word saved. He didn't know the words born again. But he knew that he needed Jesus. And when he asked for him, he got him. You don't have to uh, be a Bible scholar to get saved. Uh, you don't have, have to have a history in church to get saved. What you need to realize, uh, if you're not saved, you're on your way to hell. But you don't have to die and go to hell. Just like this woman Rahab, uh, she trusted by faith and the church of the living God rescued her. Just like these people down here, uh, they did the work of God and God tore down uh, the obstacles in front of them. You can feel like that there's massive things in front of you. How can I accomplish anything? Well, uh, Blaine taught in Sunday school about the three Hebrew boys, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It might have looked to them like they didn't have a chance, but they trusted God. They knew God was the one that could give them victory. God gave them victory. They come out of fire uh, uh, with glory in their soul and they were able to testify to King Nebuchadnezzar. He recognized God. Victory is by faith. I'm telling you what today. If you're here and you're not saved, you just need to come to the altar this morning. Get your song. Uh, come get your song ready. I'm telling you. If you and let me let me beg you today. If you're here today and you've been saved and you haven't been serving God like you should, come and get in. We need you today. God needs you working in His kingdom. I want you to know everybody's got a spot. Everybody's got a place. Nobody uh, can do what you can do. If you're not on fire for God, you need to get on fire. Let's stand. Let's sing a song. Let's mind the Lord. Let's move by faith. And let's get victory here. Let's get victory. We've got victory to have in Jesus. Let's use the victory today. Let's reach out to somebody. Let's be alive to somebody. And if you're here and lost, we want you to get saved. And we don't, let me say this, and we'll get you saved. If you're lost and need to get saved, what we're asking you to do just in a minute when we sing is to come about the altar and pray. And if you've got a Christian friend with you, they'll come pray with you. Others will come pray with you. You don't have to make a speech. This is not about anything. You don't have to tell anything about your sins. This is just this simple. Come to the altar and say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Please save my soul. Say it in your own words, but come while we sing. Come right now. Come right now. Will you please come?
just step out. You don't, you don't need to be embarrassed. You don't need to be worried about how you're going to look. I was lost one time. And I was a very shy person. I really was shy back then. But God, God helped me. He gave me the strength. One of my good friends said to me, do you need to go pray? And I said, yeah. And he came with me. And we bowed and I prayed. And I got saved. Praise the Lord. If you're here today and you're lost, you can come get saved. If God's speaking to your heart, you can come get saved. Don't wait on anything. Please just come. Please just come. Let me, let me tell you this. If you're here and you're wanting to come and it's a little hard for you and a little shy to you, if you'll just raise your hand up a little bit, I'll come to you and we'll walk up together. If you'd like to do that, do that. If you feel like coming, if you feel like coming and you'd like to come, I'll be glad to walk up with you. Please come. Would you just come right now? Please obey the Lord. If you're here and God's calling, what a wonderful opportunity this is. What a great opportunity to come to Jesus. Let God have his way in your life. Oh, I feel like there's folks wanting to come. I feel like there's folks that God's calling that can come. Will you just come? Just reach out and come with me. While the Lord's calling. Obey this morning. Obey the Lord this morning. God's calling. Keep praying with heads bowed and eyes closed for just a minute. Not trying to put you on the spot or not going to embarrass you or point you out or anything, but I want to ask you something. And, and examine this real close down inside. I want to speak to those that are lost first. If you're here and lost, never been saved, and you know you need to get saved, would you just raise your hand just a little bit, just enough so I can see it? Doesn't have to be real high. But if you're here, oh, I appreciate that hand. Thank you so much. Thank you for raising that hand. Would there be another one that'd raise your hand saying that, that we just tell people to pray for you. Pray for that one hand that was raised, please. Please pray for that one hand that was raised. Would there be another one? It would just lift your hand just a little bit. Just admitting, I need Jesus. You know, the first thing that we really need to do if there's a need in our life, if we've got a problem, is just admit it. And sometimes if we just admit it gently and easily, enough to just say, pray for me, sometimes that helps so much. Would there be one through the house, anywhere, that would just raise your hand, just, just the tiniest bit, to say, pray for me? Okay, I saw that one. There might have been more, but I didn't see. I seen one more hand. Now let me talk to us that are saved today. If you've been saved and you're not living for Jesus like you could and like you should and you'd like to get in and be on fire where you can help somebody else and you can have victory by faith 
that'll touch other people where they can get victory by faith. Would you just raise your hand? Being in the house and raise your hand like that. Saying, I'm, I'm saved. I appreciate that hand. Would there be one more? I appreciate that hand. Would there be another one? Would there be another? Just lift your hand up. Please obey the Lord. I appreciate those hands that were raised. Raise your heads up, open your eyes. In just a minute, I'm going to ask another song. It's just so simple to get saved. When God's got your attention and you're realizing you need to get saved, even if you don't know a lot about the scriptures, you haven't been in church much, or if you have, it still boils down to saying, just obeying God. Just come and say, God, please save me. And God will save your soul. Now, I came to the altar more than once before I got saved. But that last time I came, boy, I just, that's the first time I really turned it all over to God. That's the first time I really surrendered everything. That's the first time I really gave God my whole heart. And God saved me then. And listen, if you're here now to fellowship with God, this is important. People, you know what? You know people's souls are at stake when Jesus said, let your light so shine that others may see your good works. You know what? Jesus meant that. He said, so that others may see your good works and come in and glorify the Father which is in heaven. So when we'll really live for the Lord and let our light shine, we help lead people to Jesus. What an opportunity that is. What a blessing that is. We ought not let that pass by. We ought not let one day go by. We ought not let one minute go by like that. Well, I praise God today for what I feel in my soul. And I believe there's some here needing to come. I want to ask you from the depths of my heart, obey the Lord. Sing when you're ready. Please come. Come right now and right here. Come right here. Please, God. Please obey the Lord. He's calling today. Will you come? Please come. Come on. Please come. Please come. make another invitation and of course what I've been saying and been asking I feel like God's still calling if you're lost please come if you're out of fellowship please come but I want to extend this invitation if you're here today and you're saved by God's grace and God's put it on your heart to join this church we want to offer this opportunity to you the doors open we're praying for you we want you to just obey the Lord. And uh, I see the young people coming. Boy, it blesses my heart. Thank God for our young people. Thank God for our young people. Boy, they just bless me and help me so much. And when they get up here and get to singing, if you're here 
and God's wanting you to join this church, I'm going to come stand down in the front. Come, give me a hand, let me know that's what you feel like doing, and uh, we'll be glad to have you. We need everyone that God sends us. If God's sending you to be a member here, we need you. And God will take care of all of the, uh, everything. God's a big God, and he handles things that we can't handle, handles things that we don't know and we don't understand. But whatever God's doing, if he's calling you to join, to come and get saved, to rededicate your life, there's a lot that needs to happen here today, and we want to turn it over to the young people. I'm going to come down here. Obey the Lord. Lord, without me, you can make the sun to shine. Lord, without me, you can call the dead to rise. Lord, without me, you can make the blind to see. And you can tell the mountains to be cast into the sea.
blessed my heart. I, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let them say what's on their heart. And uh, then we're going to extend the invitation some more. But we're also going to sing another song. And if the young people want to sing, that's great. Uh, we're going to sing another song and come around. And a lot of folks, some's already come. But I know there's others who want to come shake hands with them and welcome them. And we're glad they're here. But let me tell you this. While we're coming around shaking hands, uh, if you want to get in line, come around and shake hands with them. Or if you just want to come straight to all where you can. But if you, even if you just get in line, come around and shake hands with them. And nobody will pressure you or anything like that. But if you get up here close and you say, well, I'm pretty close to the altar and God's calling me, I need to come. If you'll just get down and pray over there, over there, over here, it doesn't matter. There's room for you and there's a place for you that's just for you. Why, why did you say that, preacher? When God calls, it's personal and individual. And if you'll just come as God's calling, and I believe God is calling so many so powerfully this morning. And so, uh, but I'm, right now I'm going to give a chance to say what's on heart. Waited for a long time. I know probably longer than what a lot of people would like to see, but I wanted to make sure it was God. That's good. Amen. And, uh, Amen. I've been struggling for some time, and Bless you, God. Uh, this church has helped me so much. Bless your heart, brother. When you sing the songs of Zion, yeah, and you lift up Jesus, Amen. I just rejoice on the inside. Yeah, and I guess. If you'll have me, I'd like to be a part of you. Yeah, man. I know you can help me more than yes, I sir. can help you. Well, we help each other. But that's what we do as God's people is we help one another. Amen. Amen. You know, last night I was praying, yep. and I knew we was going to do that today. Amen. I just knew, and yeah. I was kind of waiting on him to do it. But if I... Just sit here and pray for the lost and pray for the preacher. Yeah. I just want to do my part. Amen. Amen. So if you'll have me, I'll love to join this Amen. church. Amen. I right, appreciate that. Okay. I thank the Lord for both of Good testimony. Now let me just go ahead and do this. Could I hear a move in a second that we receive them under watch cure pending a letter? Okay. Plenty of moving seconds. Everybody just raise your hand. Amen. Thank the Lord. We're glad to have you. Now, we're going to sing this song. And again... Everybody wants to come around and shake hands with them. But please, if you're here and needing to make a move, use this as a great opportunity to help you. And you go ahead and, by faith, come and let's pray with you. Follow the Lord. God's Spirit's still moving powerful. 
If you need to pray, let's pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord.
just blessed my heart. And I can still feel God's presence with me. I got one more impression. I'm going to need another song. <laughs> it's hard for me to stop and come to a close today. My burden is so great and so heavy. And I uh, don't know if I've ever made this exact uh, request before in an invitation. But I believe there are some here that are especially spiritually in need. And I'd like to see you just take at least a step. Going right, maybe I need to lower that some. It's a squealing, maybe I'll put it down here a little bit. Uh, Once you do this, whatever your need is, if you need to come to altar and pray, won't you come? But here's my special request in this invitation. If you're here and there's a special need and you feel it inside and you haven't felt like coming to the altar and praying for some reason, I'm going to ask you to just step out and come and just come and shake hands with me and you can go back to your seat. Here's the part that's different. If you're here and you're a Christian and you've got a burden for somebody that's here, if God will let you, I'm going to ask you to speak to them or get them by the hand and say, would you like to just go shake hands with the preacher? I'll go up with you and I'll shake hands with him too. That way they won't have to come by themselves and they'll have your encouragement and just go from there. So if you need to come, shake hands, do that. If you're you're a Christian, you're already saved, you've got a burden for somebody, and you could say to them, I'd like for you to go shake hands. Do you feel like doing that? I'll go with you. Sing a song. Please obey the Lord. Please move. Yeah. Would you come today? Obey the Lord. Would there be some come? Obey the Lord. If God gives you anything, please do it. If God gives you anything, please do that. Amen. Obey the Lord. Would you come? Just be a minute. Just be a moment. Just come shake hands. Go on back to your seat. That'll be fine if that's what you feel like doing. But if God's giving you something to do, please do something. Please come. Obey the Lord. Just take a step and come on. Please do that. Soon coming to a close. Just come quickly. You can. The devil said you can't, but you can. God will help you. God will help you. Just one step. Make a move. Come on. Obey the Lord. believing that somebody needs to come.
You may be seated. There will be a young adults meeting at the Hendrickson's 5 p.m. on February the 24th. Bring a snack to share and bring your Bible. And we also have a thank you card from the family of Carol Bowser, which is uh, Dennis and Jenny Lou. It's a beautiful card. I'm going to hang this on the board in the back. Uh, but please take a minute and read this if you get time. Beautiful thank you card. We are having a spaghetti dinner today um, right after church I'm out in the fellowship hall. Um, this is donation only. This is a fundraiser, our last fundraiser for our Gatlinburg trip. Um, so if you would like to have dinner right after church, just come on out to the fellowship hall. You can even just donate a dollar. You actually don't even have to donate anything. You can just come eat because that would be great. But um, it's going to be Padroni's uh, pizza pasta. So if that even excites you more, it's going to be good stuff. So um, there's Alfredo out there, spaghetti. Um, there's even chicken and meatballs to put in your pasta. You can make it however you would like. And then there's also a salad bar as well. So, um, and there's desserts. So come on and eat um, right after church. Um, the youth group's going to be serving. Um, and also today is youth group day. So um, fifth grade and under will stay until three. And then the big kids will stay all day until church tonight. So, and then at this time, I'm going to go ahead and dismiss the youth group. Um, that way they, they can go and wash their hands and get ready to start serving the food. Um, and I was going to say something else, but I don't remember what it is. So it's, Oh, I remember now. Um, <laughs> we would also, as soon as, <laughs> as soon as the prayer is said, we would like to dismiss um, the women of the church first that um, normally prepare the food and take care of the fellowship hall and things like that. We are so thankful for all the women that work hard to put on these dinners for us um, throughout the year. So we would like to say thanks to them and actually let them eat first today. And Terry. And Terry Brown. So if you're a kid, you're supposed to go. Yep. Get out. Go help. Suit up. Put gloves on. Wash your hands. Um, I have a couple of announcements that don't involve the kids, um, well, some of them, but they already know. Um, ladies Club is meeting March 7th at 6 p.m. at the church. Um, we haven't had a Ladies Club meeting in a few months, um, but we plan to have one on March 7th, so we hope that all the ladies will join us. Um, and then I have a very big announcement. Um, it's really big for me, um, and I would just like to first ask the church to pray um, for Emily and for Eric. They, you know, a few months ago were recently engaged, um, and we are overjoyed and excited for that. Um, but it is a great journey and a great decision, um, and I believe the Lord is at work in that. So if you would just help us pray for them, that they would lean on the Lord for all of it. Um, I need to make an announcement for their bridal shower. I'm getting there. Um, Emily's bridal shower <coughs> excuse me, is March 17th. Um, it's going to be after church in the fellowship hall. And we are inviting anybody and everybody who wants to come and shower Emily and Eric um, with love. They are also registered at Amazon and at Walmart. Um, the announcement is up here. It's also on the bulletin board. Um, it's a special announcement in the way that um, wedding invitations have gone out. And we did not send an invitation to everybody in the church to the wedding ceremony um, because of capacity um, of the venue. So we didn't want to count anybody out as far as celebrating with them. Um, 
So it's a little odd that we're inviting people to the shower, um, but not giving an overall invitation to the wedding. But that is just because there's so much love and there's so many people that have wanted to congratulate them and shower them. Um, and so we hope that you will just come and share lunch with us and watch the joy on their faces as they play some games. Um, and just join us that day. It's March 17th, and if you have any questions, please come and ask me or Emily or Julie. Appreciate those announcements. Appreciate your prayers and your attention today. If nothing else, we'll ask everybody to see to stand. And uh, when I ask for the uh, closing prayer, I'm going to also ask that it include asking a blessing on the dinner. And I'm going to ask Brother Bob Morrison to do that. Amen.